0: Joining me right now is uh, Mike Corbett, coach of the UH Chargers. The hockey team news broke on Friday of the elimination of the program. Uh, Coach Corbett, thank you so much for joining me and taking the time to speak.
1: Thank you, Justin. I appreciate it.
0: So I guess uh, obviously everybody knows the situation right now, but if you could just kind of take us through just what the process was like for you. Obviously, it's a tough time to deal with and and to recollect all that as well. But just to give people some insight into this process, because it is a very difficult decision that came down to you and, and just what you're experiencing right now.
1: Um, The the process was I was able to find out on Thursday uh, late, you know, middle, mid evening on Thursday. And, and uh, after Kate and I had a discussion and, and that that was, um, that discussion was actually fairly brief. And, and, and uh, it was more for me just it was brief more from my standpoint to just kind of wrap my head around what I just, what I just heard and what the intentions of the university were. Um, So I was able to kind of, uh, you know, wrap my head around it, talk to my staff, talk to, to we, 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 they, they came over to the office at the time and then we, we talked about it and were able to to talk to a, a few of our key alumni and those types of people moving forward. And uh, then we, 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 we had a meeting with Kate again, my staff and I had a meeting with Kate again in the morning on Friday and, and kind of clarified anything. And, and we were able to, to answer, you know, ask questions and answer questions and have a good, uh, uh, a good conversation we had a really good conversation and just kind of be able to lay things out and and some of the things that uh were going on throughout the course of the year and just you know kind of tie up some loose ends and and you know and and go from there and then we had a we had a, a zoom call with our players that afternoon at two o'clock to let them know officially what was coming out through the press release at uh i believe it was 3 30 or 4 o'clock that day
0: And obviously we we talked about this before the interview started and kind of mentioned it right there too. How important was it to you that the players find out before everything got leaked on social media?
1: Uh, That was the most important thing. And, and for me was, and that's the most important thing for me moving forward is taking care of the 28 players and our, and our, and our, even our current freshmen coming in. Um, That's, that's, what Mike Corbett is all about and what I pride myself in is taking care of everybody as much as I can. Not only the players, but also my two assistant coaches, my equipment manager and my, my hockey ops guy, and being able to, to take care of those people. Mike Corbett's going to be fine through this, um, but the people that are around this program that helped me while I was here, that's who I am and that's that's the most important thing to me and to tell the players so they found out first from me as much as it had to be a zoom call Mm -hmm. um, due to the circumstances right now um, that was the best that we could we could do and I want them to hear it from me first that was that was the most important thing
0: that absolutely is important and I mean just Huntsville there a lot of people don't realize but there's so much of the history of hockey in Huntsville and as I even try to push out to people on social media too, is like there's national championships in that program. There may be D2, but it's still national championships. And there's been appearance, There's been an appearance in the NCAA playoffs for D1 as well. Just what does this mean for Huntsville hockey? I know there's still the SPHL team there, but I know it's a big hit there too. But you've been a part of this program for so long that, you know, just what does it mean in terms of the hit for, for hockey in the South?
1: Well, UAH, the fabric of UAH hockey has has been in the fabric of the of the city for for 41 years 42 years i believe since 1979 so it's been there and like you said the success um there are only two national championships on the campus have come from hockey and and we're a division two university so it's been a part it's been a part of the, the fabric of this community for for that long and uh guess like there's there's over there's over about 60 or 70 hockey alumni yeah. who live in the city of Huntsville right now and and so they' and they do very well these are prominent people within the community and and the hockey program they were hockey was what brought those people here besides Matt Parker and Jared Ross everybody else is from out of town those are the two local guys mm-hmm. and Josh Kester and Teddy Rottenberger everybody else is from out of town and uh, to me that's that's uh, it's going to be a. It's going to be very different now moving forward without hockey, without uh, competitive hockey, and and I think people are going to miss it because I, the identity, still the identity of the university, has, has a lot to do with the hockey program, mm-hmm. and, and and maybe not as much as of late, but people always. Every sponsor that wanted to sponsor through the athletic department always wanted to be part of what what hockey was doing during my time. So it's going to be unique. Uh, what's going to happen moving forward? And I hope I hope by myself it doesn't hurt the actual youth hockey because uh, mm-hmm. we have a lot of youth hockey guys, um, a lot of youth hockey kids look up to our players, and our players were, did a lot working with them the past year. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. I just hope it doesn't hurt.
0: And and that's one thing, too, that I want people to understand is that Huntsville has such a tremendous youth hockey program that we see a lot of players that have quite of Huntsville that go on, maybe don't play at Huntsville, they're playing for other colleges or other junior teams. And there's a lot of production of young talent coming out of Huntsville. So it's obviously important that that continues to go. And so switch, switching gears a little bit, too, is that just the process of this and talk to Kate Smith about this. And obviously, this is something that people have been talking about was the, the whole WCHA thing with the other... Uh, teams deciding to leave. How much of an effect do you see that this had on this type of decision uh, going forward? When that broke last year,
1: uh, and you're right, it's about a year ago now. Um, I think it was middle of June when that when that happened. Uh, I, I think it had a profound effect um, moving forward, moving forward for the decision of the university because, um, you know. There was a lot of work being done. There was a lot of work being done on, on my behalf and my staff's behalf. We were working all year to be able to, to, to strategically position ourselves to become that eighth team in the CCHA and the new, what's the new CCHA? And, and not being in that league, um, did it, did it make it a little easier? I think there was, that's a little bit of everything of the perfect storm, Justin, mm-hmm. that, that kind of, that kind of happened with the, with the, with the COVID virus and, and, and not being in a league and, and kind of where we're at and, and what was happening before. And, uh, um, on ultimately how the decision was. And, and I'll say this from my standpoint I don't, I don't point fingers at anybody else. I'll point thumbs at myself. I needed the record to be better too. If the record was, I always look at myself and say, if the record was better, you know, did that, did that uh, you know, did that, would that have made their decision harder? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, innocent in this, in this either. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, point thumbs at myself and say, uh, if, if there was more success on the ice, that, that could have changed, changed people's feelings also.
0: I mean, and, and we've always seen that just through the years that you're, you've definitely been upfront and honest in terms of taking uh, the responsibility whenever is absolutely needed. So definitely appreciate that um, as well. And then, and, and looking forward to is that, it's assumed that this is probably not going to be the only program that's affected uh, by this as well, because like you said, perfect storm and other universities are cutting other programs, not necessarily just hockey, but we're seeing it with Bowling Green with baseball, um, Cincinnati, making cuts, other things as well. So what does this mean for college sports overall for some of these schools? Uh,
1: That's, I think that's the $25,000 question. (laughs) You know, you're, you're an SEC country too. And you listen to the SEC Um, you know how the how the big a big power five conference they're saying how the possibilities of how they could be affected by this and and you're exactly right and and now you're talking about non-revenue generating division two and division three universities Um, more or less more or less also a a, on, on, you know, some of the mid-major schools in South Alabamas and those types of things. Uh, Justin, I'll say this. I don't have a crystal ball. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish I did. Um, and, and there's, I'm in my backyard right now, and there's there's 10,000 rabbit holes I could go down to be able to try to answer that. <laughs> right. But I, I won't do it. I won't do it, buddy. I, I, I stayed away from any type of assumptions and 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 crystal ball stuff because uh, i i'm I'm living day to day and and however today is um you know we're going to make today a great day because there's so much indecision there's so much speculation that you can do right now especially with sports um because of the money and, and all those types of things the biggest thing that i want people to understand is through all this um take care of the Mm student-athletes take care of the student-athletes and it's not and it's not just their scholarships and it's not just those types of things you know these are young men and women Uh, it's going to be women too Uh, it's going to be women too take care of the student-athletes that's the biggest thing you know their lives are at stake and, and they come to these universities to have a great experience to play their sport and uh and and there's a lot that there's a lot that goes into what they have to do and and to me those are the biggest things is to look before you make these decisions Think about how it's going to affect them not 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 their tuition bill don't think about it as they're just their tuition bill. think about it in in ways of their life because these kids whether it be icr division two athletes how well they how hard they train and how important it is to them it's just not the, it's not the power five it's it's athletes in general these kids have been training since they've been 10 years old and you see how they how they train in every sport right now and the financial commitments and the time commitments they do you know and then they get to this point and then somebody decides to 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 turn off the water and and shut the faucet off and put the lock on it and and that's going to be that's going to i want people to think about the overall long term of what this could do for these kids and not just that it's going to affect somebody's bottom line right now. To me, that's that's yeah. where I think that gets lost a little bit in all these decisions that are being made.
0: No. Completely understandable. And so you kind of lead into what my next question was with taking care of the students. Just what is what are you and, and the other coaches going to be able to do to help some of these students find a new home or, or be relocated or, or for their future as well? Just what, what is the, what's going to be able to be done for the, some of them?
1: Oh, Justin, the reason why we didn't talk yesterday is because of I've been on the phone with, with every college coach in the country, and and so have my assistants, and we've worked, um, you know, we've worked very, we're working very hard right now, I've been on the, it's, what is it, five o'clock, five, six o'clock right now, today on Saturday, and I've been on the phone all day talking to not only the players individually, but... Uh, but coaches about what opportunities they might have and and there's going to be some um, unfortunately the timing of this mm-hmm. um, is 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 it's june it's june now and there's a lot of rosters that are full and it's not necessarily scholarship money we're worried about it's locker it's locker spots it's a locker openings for kids and that's what we're trying to figure out and see if we got some guys who are the right fit for some of these for some of these institutions and uh and also not just division one opportunities but but division three opportunities and Mm -hmm. and for the international kids some of the uh uh, the Canadian college opportunities that these guys might have. And, uh, but the great part is, is is every one of them has the ability to come back to, to UAH under their current scholarship uh, number and, and finish and get their degree if that's what they want to. So that's that's always an option, and it's nice when you at least have that option in your back pocket.
0: Sure. Sure. It absolutely is. And I mean, before we wrap up and everything too, I know you said that, that you're going to be okay through this. Um, but I mean, are there any things, do, do, do you want to stick with coaching and find other opportunities? You're not even focused on that right now and kind of focused on the now and the student athletes, just kind of a, a closing now to what the next step could be for you. Uh,
1: uh you know what, uh, Justin, this is what I do for a living. I made mm-hmm. this choice. Uh, I've been doing this for 24 years and, uh, I, I'm in the hockey business. <laughs> And this is, and, and, and this is what, uh, what I chose to do. Maybe not, you know, my people will say, it's the you coach who you made a bad choice. Well, I've, yeah. I've been a hockey coach for, for 24 years. I've never worked a day in my life for the last 24 years. So I'm, I, I'm pretty lucky, but uh, I want to continue to do it for the next 24 years if I can. Um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a tough time right now, not only with, in just colleges, but, but obviously pro hockey and, and those opportunities because this is typically the time when a lot of those opportunities would be opening up, and teams are, you know, reshuffling and their their coaching staffs and their and their scouting staffs for, for opportunities to open up. So it's a even from that standpoint, it's a very unique time. But you got to be you got to be ready for it. You got to be ready for it, and you got to like I say, this curtain's going to fall eventually. And Mike Corbett was planning was planning his hockey season all the way up till Thursday morning and Thursday afternoon. Planning the next hockey season, so I uh, now I just I'm, I'm planning, working my help, helping my boys all find a, a spot for them, and and helping my staff and helping myself to be able to find what the next spot for me is. You know, is that in hockey? I hope so. Um, I also have a passion for the administrative side of of college athletics, and and that might be there might be an opportunity moving forward with that. That I've that I've uh, that a few people have reached out to me from that standpoint. So. But uh, as you know, there's 36 million people unemployed right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my corporate will be employ- unemployed in 90 days. And, uh, and, and I gotta, and I gotta be able to hustle. And But, that, Justin, that's what I do. I hustle and I work. Okay. You might not love me. Might not, not think <laughs> I'm a great coach. Um, you might like me, you might not like me and you might think I'm a terrible coach or whatever it might be. But you, if you question and you're never going to question my work ethic, and you're never going to question my loyalty and, uh, And to me, those are two qualities that that I think I have above a lot of people. Some people, I've shown my loyalty. I've shown that I've been a team player um, during my seven years, and and I'm very, very proud of that. And and, uh, like I said, I wish my record was better, and I wish it would have turned out differently. But i can walk away and my staff can walk away and say we've done these things and there's a weight room and there's certain things at that university that are gonna that are gonna be there a lot lot to help the student athletes long gone long after we're gone and you know what i'm going to be very very proud of that because maybe i didn't leave a legacy on the ice and i got an asterisk next to my name because of a program folded but uh when you say you leave it better than what you found it you bet we have you bet we have and, and it, and people can argue that all they want, and put it on Twitter all they want. But uh, I know that uh, that uh, we've done it. We've done it better than it's better. It's better now than I, when I got here seven years ago.
0: And and Mike, just want to take an opportunity to say thank you for always taking the time to speak with us, whether it's on the radio or in person at a game. It's just been very much appreciated, and for your upfront honesty uh, about things. It's always been a joy to talk about college hockey with you and and to get that point of view from a coach because i mean we don't get that all, all the time and in, in terms of your point of view and honesty on that so just wanted to say thank you and, and thank you for everything you've done and your openness to talk to, to my people and the pbr people uh and and everything like that too so it's just been very much appreciated uh during all these years for you to to have that opportunity to, to speak with us like that so thank you so much
1: no i thank you you've you've done a, a great job of following us and and getting us up in the Nashville market, and and getting people to, to to rally around this game. The the greatest thing about it, Justin, is you love this game like I do, and uh, we got to find more people that love it, uh, not just like it, but that love it. And and to me, it's the greatest game in the world, and and teaches you a lot. And uh, it'll it's uh, to get more people on it. and People like you who are pushing the college and 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 the havoc and all the all all the different avenues of hockey in Huntsville. I thank you for that, and and, and we we appreciate it very much for you following us the last during my time at at UAH, and and hopefully you continue to to find ways to follow it in Huntsville too.
0: Absolutely, and and appreciate your time taking this uh, to speak with us.